0: Stonecrest podcast. Awareness within our community. Community, community. All right, Stonecrest, we are back for a business feature. I'm excited to have this gentleman on our platform. He's been a longtime supporter of the Stonecrest podcast and a resident in Stonecrest. He is the owner of B Cloud Engineers. B cloud Engineer is a cloud engineer consulting company that helps people of color decide on the best Cloud tech career path that speaks to their interest and daily work life desires with zero tech experience. That's pretty dope.
1: I always say, if you, you know, if you if you know how to navigate, if you know how to tag somebody on Facebook, you're in tech. You know, you might not, you not, you might not be on the engineering end yet, which is my job or helping those who want to transition transition to the engineering end. You know, uh, being tech, but we all in tech. We all use the tech devices.
0: That's kind of true. It might simplify it a bit for us because we don't really see what's going on in the back end. But, you know, we have to learn how to work this stuff kind of the same way.
1: Got to, man. You know, it's funny because even people like right now, I don't know if you all remember, but back in the day when we had, I said back in the day, hilarious, MySpace, uh, the MySpace era, you know, we were all creating our pages and stuff. And we didn't know that the... uh, programming html programming language we use to customize our page and customize our top five and our music those are all in those are all uh tech skills you know those are front-end tech skills uh you know i.e web development um skills you know it's funny because i was transitioning today we're still uh we're still uh presenting those tech skills through our social media accounts for for how we, even how women, you know, edit their photos and add the different lighting and the different retouch. um, And then how they, you know, uh, make, they beautify their captions or make the quotation. Those are all still tech skills being used today. Those are more on the front end. And um, there's actual, uh, there's an actual uh, tech role for that called uh, um, UXI designers or UX designers. So they're responsible usually for the marketing of companies, products and, and websites. They're basically there to make sure that the product or the or the web, the application has a pleasant user experience uh, for outcome that they want, which is usually more clicks to generate more shares or to generate uh, a purchase. You just don't understand how corporations are making a business of things you take like from things you do every day in tech. So.
0: So tell us a little bit about how you got started and how you became a company owner, a black company owner.
1: Yeah, man. So uh, long story short, um, uh, I uh, basically started off doing Uber and Lyft, and I got fired from both. You know, I always joke around and say I'm probably the first black person with a GD to get fired from both Lyft and Uber um, years ago. And uh, this was probably in 2016, 2015-ish. And, um, I, uh, I was just one of my last pickups. I picked up this guy. I hope we end up becoming my lifelong friend of my best friend of mine. Um, uh, he basically, he asked me, you know, he asked me, what was I doing at the time? I told him I was working on a, a, a plus certification. And at the time I didn't really like talking to people. So I would always try to keep the communicate communication short by two methods. I would either, uh, there would I would be try to be short, um, uh, with my response or, I would respond with something very te- some technical jargon and that'll usually cause him to be like, all right, yeah, I ain't going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> but this guy kept digging, you know, and he was a New York dude, so you know how they are, you know. Um, he kept pr- prying and prying and I just like, so I, you know, we had a conversation and he said, well, have you ever thought about, uh, have you ever thought about um, working in the cloud? I was like, the cloud? He's like, yeah, for Amazon Web Services. I was like, the book company? And this was back at Amazon. A lot of people don't know, you know, who uh, especially Gen Zs don't know. Amazon used to be a book company. You know, they sold books online. And um, he was like, yeah, you know, such and such. You know, they starting off. You, you get, all you have to do is get a certification. And, and you know, they're paying you 82, 84000 racks a year. And I'm like, what? 82000 And at the time, you know, again, it's 2015. And so I'm like, 82000 that's great money back then. And so I was like, yeah, man. He's like, all you have to do is get a certification. I was like, okay, so how do I study for this certification? Where? He's like, just use uh Linux Academy. I was like, cool. So I went home, did some research. Now I was flat broke. You know, at this time I had lost everything. I was on my recovery uh, from losing everything. You know, I, I, I bought my first house when I was 24, et cetera. Um, I did a lot of things, a lot of cool things. And um, I, I made a lot of financial <laughs> mistakes. And um, anyway, so... Uh, I, I didn't have any money. I was sleeping on my mom's couch at the time, and I was like, um, um, "I went home researching this academy. Say, got to pay thirty dollars a month for their membership to learn this cloud stuff, right? This AWS Solutions Architect certification, in particular." And I was like, "Man, I don't have thirty dollars, you know? I, at the time, like Uber and uh, Uber and any ride person, they don't really. We don't make money, especially if you have a." a, 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 a shiesty car, like a car that has all these issues. With, you don't make any money at the at the end of the day because you're spending so much in gas and car repairs. And especially like me, I would buy a used tire <laughs> every two months. And um, uh, anyway, so I was like, man, I ain't got $32. But $30, but I was like, you know what? I can figure something else out. I said, let me barter with this guy and see if I can use his membership because he said, I remember he told me that his company gives him a free membership. So I said, hey, I'll give you a ride um, every week for the for this entire month if you just let me use your membership in exchange. He said, sure. And I didn't even know how, again, I didn't know much about this cloud. I didn't know how long the training would take, but I know my ambition. I, fig- I figured if I gave myself four weeks to study for something really hard, I can do it. You can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I went and took my certification exam and I failed the first time. And I've always been bad at certific- certification exams, always but I've always had tenacity and I've always uh, been a reader. I don't mind reading something and learning something. And so uh, another long story short, I ended up getting my uh, cloud, uh, my AWS uh, cloud practitioner certification. And I I would say in about 2018, 2019, yeah, 2019. And then 2019, I would say probably a week later, I uh, ended up, in my actual first role as a cloud engineer. Um, now to get that role, I had to do six interviews within the span of two days. And um that following Monday, I, I started interviewing that Thursday on that following Monday, they let well, that following that Friday, they let me know I pretty much had the job. And that I had the offer letter that following Monday. And man, it it changed my life. It really changed my life, man. I, it told me I had to go to an office. I was at the time making, I was making probably 26,000 a year that time. Cause I had picked up a little job with the, um, as a delivery tech, um, delivering, um, desktops and setting them up. And, um, uh, they told me, yeah, we're going to pay you $60,000. Um, you got to move from Atlanta to Durham. Um, you basically got, um, uh, a week to do the, do so. Um, and moved to Durham, and um, you got to work the graveyard shift. I started off, my first shift was from, what, uh, like 12, yeah, from about 12.45 in the morning until 9.15 in the morning. And so I just grinded my way up, man, and I would say about a year and a half later uh, with that experience and um, getting my second certification, my AWS Solutions Architect certification, um, I got in my uh, second cloud tech role as a cloud infrastructure engineer and that's when I started making six figures. And then so um, now keep in mind, I've failed these certifications at least two to three times before passing each one. So it wasn't no, you know, uh, you know, lightning didn't strike the first time. <laughs> I had to keep bump hitting my head like, nah, you not, you know, you ever watch one of those Disney movies where the, the guy, you know, he's like, man, I'm going to become a great at something like a basketball player or whatever. And he starts training for or whatever. He just sucks. The first, Few times, and then he finally gets really good. That's that literally was my journey to getting into cloud engineering. So I did that, and then um, ever since then, um, I would say uh, my third year, uh, um, I had got I got laid off from the infrastructure job. So I faced layoffs before, and then I moved on and got an offer to work overseas as a Azure administrator. This is after I got another certification um, as a Azure administrator. um, I worked uh, in Germany. I did that uh for a couple months. It was a contract role. And then when that ended, I ended up picking up a full-time role here um back in Atlanta working remote um as a cloud architect. So this this whole journey has basically took me really about uh I've been I've been in the field for about three and a half years, but it took me about um I was studying for it and training for it two years prior. So it seems like it's an overnight success, but you know, like anything else is not overnight success. You know, your success is usually a culmination of failed attempts prior. So that's kind of what my journey has been.
0: So you were able to uh, hit the six figure mark within about three and a half years.
1: Uh, No, I hit six figure within a year in a year in what, maybe three months. Yeah. Yeah. After I left my first role. Yeah. Because the thing was, you know, the six figures was great. I'm not going to lie. It's good money, but, it wasn't for me. What one thing I learned in my first cloud engineering role, I this was my first time working around pure engineers. the engineers who are sharp, like went to college, four year colleges. Some are prior military, some are a lot more tenured to me, et cetera. But what I learned is most of my engineers don't have that uh, business tenacity, you know, um, that I had coming out of you know being a self-ta- self-taught person, that I just saw the bigger picture in things. You know, most engineers they came in who come, go, go the traditional route, they just kind of stick into becoming perfectionists at the craft. And me, I always wanted to be good at the craft, but I always had greater ambitions to do more in the field and make greater impact, and most importantly, help more people coming behind me who are like me, self-taught, and just need a way. So um, yeah, it took me about a year and a half to get to six figures, yeah.
0: So for people who may be interested, what what kind of things do you do on a daily basis?
1: Oh, man, on a daily basis. So uh, right now I'm building out a a cloud environment, um, a cloud test environment for our developers. So on a daily basis, I'll be doing things such as doing tasks such as uh, 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 working in the infrastructure as code environment. So I am doing some coding with uh, with uh, using JSON scripting. So I'm doing a lot of JSON. Um, You have a lot of APIs, I imagine. No, actually, I'm not. Yeah, sometimes you do, but I haven't yet. Not in this particular role. Um, the APIs. It's, I, I don't want to get too techy, but yeah, sort of the APIs are kind of connecting, um, through a lot of the uh, tokens, um, that we utilize that have ha- already been created in in other environments. So, but I didn't create those things from scratch. What I created from scratch was the environment. So the servers. Uh, so on a daily basis, I'm um, updating servers. Um, uh, creating servers. I'm, I'm doing a lot more troubleshooting um, of, of the environment that I created for the developers. Um, so that's just a lot of, uh, it, it started, the, the job started off heavy uh, d- engineer, developer, DevOps heavy, where I would uh, create the code in a, a IDE, such as Visual Code Studio, and then um, using Terraform to deploy that code to the Google Cloud Platform, that's a cloud platform we use. And um, it was very heavy because at first, um, the first couple of months to get the environment, anybody who's built the environment, they understand what I mean. It's always a heavy load at first. So you're busy and you're working practically all eight hours trying to get everything running, the IAMs, the firewalls, et cetera. But after a while, man, like after you complete that, again, and I'm an architect, so I'm in a senior level position. But after a while, man, your, your, your days, the, the busyness of your days die down. So, you know, to be quite frankly with you, I might work, you know, I ain't going, I ain't going, go, but I'm saying, it, I might, you know, I might have to only do one or two tasks a day, basically, um, such as things, like I said, if the developers are having a hard time trying to access a machine, I need to go check Active Directory to see if that user has the right permissions or, and, or do some troubleshooting to see if that firewall port is open to allow RDP access, et cetera, things like that. So um, on a daily basis, it's not a lot of coding, you know, as a lot of people may think, even though I did mention coding prior, I'm not a uh, a developer. Most cloud engineers aren't developers, aren't programmers, aren't front-end people. So it's really just, uh, yeah, just deploying code on a daily basis that you, that becomes redundant code that you, because you're deploying similar to the same code every day, it's just redundant code. It's just like me sending you a, hey, there's a script I need you to send out to all our employees or to all your uh, your contact list. Here's a um, here's here's an announcement I want you to make, and here's the script for the announcement. And you're just copying that script over and making sure it's you know it's it's the grammar is right, the tone is right, the links all are are right, etc. And then you're just blasting it out. Same thing I'm doing with the JSON code. Like I already, the code is the code. You know what it is. It's just making minor adjustments and just uh, being able to deploy those to the cloud. So that's what I'm doing on a daily basis, typically. Talk about the cloud
0: a little bit, like what it yeah. is and, and how we use it on a daily basis and why we need it.
1: Right. It, and so I, I know your, your co-host probably fell asleep on that part. I'm <laughs> Talking tech, Jared, can sometimes get boring, especially when you're not in it. I get it. I totally get it. Um, uh, so the cloud, the thing that's exciting about the cloud is that it is exciting. Um, so traditionally, servers were set up on premise all the way up until maybe 2004 and really didn't gain popularity until 2018 with AWS. So the, the cloud basically are, the, are, are, comp, are companies like AWS, like Google Cloud, Google has their own cloud, like Microsoft, who has Azure Cloud, um, and even Oracle has their own Oracle Cloud these four five companies major companies have basically taken the company's responsibility of having to maintain their own service on on premise and saying look we'll maintain your service for you and we'll uh and we'll just lease our servers out to you that perform better um at a, and that are more redundant and um highly available at a fraction of the price it costs you to host your own servers on premise and so it's just, it's literally just clouds that are literally um, globally connected by AWS, GCP, Azure. Um, they have global setup around the uh, uh, cloud, a uh, service set up around the world and companies just can have access to those cloud servers. Um, so it's just a way of saying, look, you're going to always think of it like a cloud, literally. Everywhere you go in the world, um, you're going to see clouds. That's how you're going to see, that's the same uh uh, that's the same parallel to where a cloud server is. Everywhere you go in the world, your your infrastructure is going to have access to the public internet or private internet or your you know application enterprise. So
0: we can say like a Dropbox, right?
1: You can say a Dropbox. Dropbox is considered software as a service in cloud, but yes, that's definitely one uh, framework of what a uh, a, a cloud service uh, a cloud service provider will provide. Yeah, like a Dropbox or a Gmail or some of some sort. Yeah. So the cloud, again, cloud is just, think of it, technology that just, it's just you being able to take around your whole entire, if you're a person where at, at home, you have your, every electronic device in your, in your house, your TV, your microwave, your laptop, your cell phone. Just imagine, instead of having to carry all those things around you, everywhere you go when you travel, you see your grandma, you see your friends, you go out to drink, whatever. Everywhere you go, instead of carrying all those things with you in your hands and arms and car, just think of it as, you're carrying it, and it's, it's, it's going to follow you in the cloud, and the only thing you need to do is at, to access it is click a button. Or
0: well, you can think of it this way, too, right? Uh, local storage versus remote storage.
1: Absolutely. Yep, that's a great way to think of it. Yep,
0: yep, yep, yep. Perfect. I got a little something. I uh, hey, took man. some uh, programming classes back in, back in my day. Uh, okay. some- He's a liar. Liar, sir. What, what are you talking about? He has a whole... S- Software engineering or something like that. Oh, yeah, software, software engineering. Yes, yeah, software, software, you know, software development or something like well, that. So, but I didn't want to be here because there was no point <laughs> in me being here.
1: No, it is a point. you be, you represent the average person who's curious, you know, because the thing about it is, you know, I'm a cloud advocate and hoping our people get into these cloud engineering careers that aren't tech taxing. Um, meaning you don't have to become uh you don't have to know C or JavaScript or any of these, you know, a lot of these languages um, to be able to get a role in tech, you know, you don't have to, and cl- especially in cloud tech in particular, you know, uh, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's very, very doable if you just dedicate yourself to learning a few skills within a span of six months to a year. Tell us more about your company.
0: And, and uh, I know you have a training program up and coming.
1: Yeah, so I have a, um, the BCE um, Cloud Training Bootcamp um, basically, what it is is a it's a, uh, a uh, eight week boot camp, and what we basically do is we help uh, individuals who have zero cloud experience, or even if you uh, you're in your uh, first uh, first cloud entry role, and you're just looking to transition into cloud engineering or cloud security careers, or even level up in those two careers. And we basically crunched it down into an eight week course that covers everything from exposure to uh, Linux skills, basic, uh, basic Linux skills you need to know for these particular roles, as well as we go over the exact, we give you, it's the exact blueprint of exactly what you need to do from zero to a hundred uh, to help you uh, get gainfully employed or uh, help you um, increase your uh, um, position, that your, your current level that you're in to go to the next level in, in, in tech. Is basically to help you gain uh, high-level cloud engineering and, and cloud uh, security skills of that of somebody who's been doing the role for about two three years. So we we crunch all of that down and and we cover everything. Again, this eliminates the guesswork of those who have to go out in there and they Google and they they make the mistake of oh let me start studying for this certification, but you don't even know where that certification is going to take you. So our program uh, we also provide free voucher. Uh, for certifications in our program. Um, and we tell you exactly what certifications you need to be taking. So it eliminates that guesswork. Then we tell you about the job outlook as far as what you can expect to make in your first role. You know, most don't know that, you know, within your first cloud engineering, cloud security role, you can make anywhere usually between, I would say about sixty-five to $80,000, which is great money for, you know, somebody just getting into tech for their first role.
0: When I came out of school, I started making, what was it, seventy-five. 75 straight out of school
1: beautiful and you know and that's just the start you know so imagine where you can go 5 years from now right. you know so and that's just just income that's not even telling you about the access to to the access to opportunity that you'll gain out there you know you can lead your way to a security clearance you can lead your way to working in projects for major companies and corporations you can lead yourself to working for companies I, I've been with companies that um that basically uh, make movies, um, that are in the entertainment. Like, you know, you you lead yourself into talk. You get movie tickets, you get show concert tickets, backstage assets, you never know. Like, it's so, it's the the exposure of opportunity beyond just the compensation. It's, it's too great of an opportunity for our people to continue to pass up, especially at this day and age where the bar is a lot lower, a lot more generous than it was of the past. Because as you said, when you were coming out of school, you know, in most cases you had to at least have a four-year degree, you know, or at least a two-year degree um, um, to be able to get access to these roles. Now you can come in with no degree and completely be self-taught and have a few certifications and projects under your belt and boom, getting your first role. And everything is up from there. And you don't have to, your first, your role doesn't have to be as technical, you know, it doesn't have to be, you know, you come in you have to be uh, coding everything, you know, you're going to come in and really have a, a few tasks, you know, that that become monotonous over time as the more you do them, and you're going to get bored and try to find and want to do more with your career. You might want to go on the non-technical side. You might want to go into cloud sales. You Might want to go on a uh, cloud consulting, or you might want to go on to become a technical uh, TAM, a technical account manager, or you know, cloud product manager, as I spoke of early about with UX design, you might be more creative. Like there's, so, you don't even become a technical recruiter and not touch any, you oh, know, thing manager. on a, uh, a piece of this. It's a product manager, right. a, a, yes. a PM, a project manager. You know, there's so many things you can do in this realm of tech, especially cloud tech, because it's, it's right now it's the, and for the near future, it's going to be the most lucrative side of tech. You know, we make the most money. Um, and again, we have the most generous, um, entry, uh, level for those who have zero to to minimum experience. So again, it's not, it's not going to be easy, like anything that's worth fighting for, you know, you're going to have to work at it, but it's highly obtainable within your first two years of attempting to get into this industry.
0: So you have blessed the Stonecrest residents with a 10% off of your enrollment program. You want to talk about the dates and when that's happening and when it ends, when people need to, if they're interested, when they can sign up by.
1: And so the boot camp, I, you could as you can imagine, this thing is very time consuming for me. <laughs> and and um and uh, and I'm always trying to make the most time uh, of for the students that are, that have been enrolled um and that will be enrolled. So um so the bootcamp enrollment is open from uh, we started October second. And enrollment ends October 30th. And yeah, we have a 10% off for all Stonecrest uh, citizens who uh, use you all's um, dis- discount code that I provided you. And um, yeah, you can sign up and um, yeah get you enrolled. We are going to do limited seating this time until I say, hey, you know, the doors are closed for enrollment. You still have time to get in.
0: Drop your socials.
1: At BCE Cloud Engineers on Instagram or me, Cloud Tech Big um, on Instagram. Um, but if you just type in Google, uh, be Cloud Engineers, all our socials will come up. Our um, um, YouTube, we have over a thousand subscribers now. I'm happy about that. Um, we have a Facebook. We have a TikTok. Um, so we're trying to spread the gospel of, of look, this is the gold rush for our people um, to be able to enter a tech space that's going to take over, uh, you know, most of the the job industry in the near future to come because everything is connected through technology. So now why not be one of those? Um, you know, I always say every black family should have at least one cloud engineer in the family.
0: Thank you so much for joining. And you you've shared a lot of knowledge here and we absolutely have to have you back. Um, is there anything else you want to add before we conclude our session?
1: Man, I love Stone Crest, man. It's a beautiful community, man. I'm just, uh, I'm just, I just want to be a part of those agents that, help this community continue to increase its value. And I'm just doing my part through providing opportunities that we have available to us in technology. So um, thank you all for having me, man. I love, again, to continue to support you all with what you're doing and um, and, and helping uh, spread aware- awareness of what needs to be known and shown, highlighted of our value community here. And um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm here for the long haul. If you have any questions, you can always reach out to me via email. I'm always available.
0: All right, guys, you heard it here first. If you're interested, make sure you head on over to BeFoulEngineers.com.
1: What's the number one community podcast? The number one community podcast is the Stonecrest Podcast. The Stonecrest Podcast.
0: Threatened awareness within our community.